It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's good, Wizards fans, and welcome to Locked On Wizards Podcast. It's your host, the world at all of my guy, Brandon Scott. Today, we're going to do some injury updates and a preview for the Wizards versus Nuggets and look forward to the Wizards' West Coast road trip. And Kevin Durant says Bradley Bill is a Hall of Famer. Let's get to it. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So I thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. All right, so first we're going to hop into the injury updates. Um, Chris has Porzingis did exit the game last night with back tightness. Um, this is from Josh Robbins per The Athletic. He said, Chris has Porzingis said he spent time the fourth quarter getting treatment for his back tightness and added he's feeling better. He acknowledged that he'll have to be careful to sit with good posture on the long flight tomorrow from Dallas to Denver. Um, so that's good news on Chris Apps. Also um, on DeLon Wright, this is from Megan McPeak last night on NBC Sports Washington. She said, DeLon Wright has progressed into two-on-two contact. Washington hopes to have him back soon. Me- meanwhile, Rui Hachimura hasn't progressed much and still has no timetable for his return. He's still working on pain-free one-on-one drills, um, end quote from Megan McPeak. So what are your thoughts on the injury updates going into tomorrow night against the Nuggets. And also Bradley Bill has been cleared to um, for basketball um, play. Trying to find the update on Bradley Bill as well. Um, he, he has been cleared to return to on-court basketball activities, the team announced. So we'll see if he does play tomorrow night against the Nuggets. What's your thoughts on the, on the mini injury updates on the Washington Wizards? I'm slightly optimistic because it looks like Brad is on his way back and KP might not be too serious. You know, anytime you see injury with KP, you start to, you know, already start to freak out. So I think he should be good. I, I see Brad coming into play. Now, one injury that does concern me is Rui. You know, his his scoring off the bench is, is hurting us. And, you know, the fact that it's been as long as it has, you know. So we definitely need his scoring. We need his scoring back. So that, that would be one guy. And, you know, of course, Delon, you know, with him, you know, two on two, he's ramping up, getting there. So, yeah, we definitely need him back. We definitely need him back because this road trip is going to be brutal. So. I'm slightly optimistic. Uh, you know, if I was going to put money on it, you know, Brad and, and KP would be out there. So, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm a little optimistic today. Yeah, Rui has missed a good amount of time, and the fact that you know the report from Megan McPeak was saying that um, he's getting close to pain free. He's still working on pain free one on one drills. Um, doesn't sound too great. Um, the Wizards are nine and seven when Rui plays, so we definitely have missed him uh, coming off the bench. We just don't have a lot of depth anyway. Um, yes, Will Barton did shoot a lot better, but you still could use Rui for sure. Um, his scoring inside, his three-point shooting, rebounding. Um, we're definitely missing that for sure, missing those missing those guys. DeLon Wright, we missed him for the past couple months. Um, Jordan Goodwin has definitely stepped out, stepped up in his absence. And then, uh, like you said, Porzingis, you know, 
um, the history, his injury history. He's done a great job. Not, knock on wood, he's done a great job staying healthy. Um, he's played in almost every game this year. Um, so I've been very impressed for him for that. Um, and now, you know, he's had to play more minutes. And I, I think he I think he still needs to play a little bit more minutes because there's been times where West puts him back in the fourth quarter uh, just a little too late. Um, but that's good news that it sounds like, you know, he's going to he's going to be available uh, for the Nuggets game. Yeah, we're going to need him because, you know, he's got a, one of the hardest assignments at the center position coming <laughs> up in Denver. I mean, the guy MVP. You know, so Jokic is going to test him. You know, I think it's a mission stick for him as far as where he's at in the NBA as far as his, the hierarchy of centers. You know, if he plays well, then this, this says a lot about KP, especially with him being you know injury-free this season. You know, I, I think this is a mission stick for him, where he's at as far as centers in the NBA. So we definitely need him. Um, I think one matchup, if we go, you know, looking into the Denver Nuggets on Wednesday night, uh, a, couple, a couple of matches I'm looking forward to. Uh, one, Goodwin, how he plays Jamal Murray. Mm-hmm. I would like to see how he plays Jamal Murray because he was tough on John Wall. Now, John Wall is going to do what John Wall does, but, you know, he played him well. So I'm intrigued to see the matchup between him and Jamal Murray and, you know, uh, Aaron Gordon and Kuzma. <laughs> I think that's mm-hmm. a matchup because they're very <laughs> similar. You know, the fours who can stretch the floor. So that's those are a couple of matchups I'm looking forward to. So, you know. Definitely, yeah. And then getting to the nice game later. So I did want to get on this comment from Kevin Durant after the uh, Wizards versus Nets game last night. Kevin Durant, this is a quote from Kevin Durant on Bradley Bill, who missed uh, Bradley, who missed last night's game uh, with a hamstring injury. He said, quote, he's a Hall of Fame all-star player. Take that away from your team. You're trying to figure out where that impact is going to come from, end quote. So what were your thoughts about KD giving Bradley Bill high praise? <laughs> I mean, come on, KD. <laughs> I mean, come on. I get, you know, respect is cool, man, but, you know, you need to pipe it down a little bit. Hall of Fame? Oh, my Lord. What was he sipping? Did he check his mug? I mean, <laughs> Hall of Fame? I mean, if he can make the Hall of Fame, I, I might as well suit back up. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, you know, he's showing respect. I get that. You mm-hmm. know, Hall of Fame, nah. You know, he, right now he's still trying to make All-Star. You know, he has made All-NBA, you know, in, in the past. But Hall of Fame, he's got a long way to go. He needs to get a ring to get, you know, even get a sniff of the Hall of Fame. So, mm. yeah, that's what I think of it. I mean, it's, you know, I dig the respect, but let's be real. He's he's far from Hall of Fame. Yeah, so it, it could be some recruiting from KD. You never know. It could be some recruiting down the line. You know, these players, they try to recruit each other all the time. So that's, that's what it could have been. Uh, Brad, yes, he is definitely an all-star kind of player. He's an all-star caliber player for sure. Um, but we definitely need to see more from the Hall of Fame. So I just wanted to, to talk about that for just a little bit because that was very high praise from Katie. So we'll see what happens in the next couple of years if these guys do play together. Because, of course, you know, we wanted Katie to come to D.C., but we know how that ended. You know, he just didn't even want to take a meeting with the Wizards. So I won't get into that too much. But uh, we're going to get into um, a report from Sham Sharania, and then we're going to get into the preview and wrap it up today. But before we do get into that, this episode is brought to you by Turo. Turo is the world's largest car sharing marketplace with Turo. You can book any car you want, whatever, wherever you want it, from a community of local hosts. Browse a huge selection of vehicles for just about any occasion or budget across the U.S., U.K., Canada, and Australia. Book a spacious SUV or minivan for a family road trip. Get a classic or luxury car for a special event, birthday, or holiday. Find affordable economy cars if you're on a budget and just need to get a, from, a, from point A to point B. Many Turo hosts can and even deliver the car right to you. Every trip is backed by liability insurance. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. 
Forget boring rental cars and find your drive at Turo.com. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day or listen today. For your second listen today, check out Locked On Sports Today from the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports. Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked on Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so Sham Sarania reported, this was yesterday, uh, he said that the Nets, the Jazz, Wizards, and Mavericks have all shown interest in trading for John Collins. Uh, what are your thoughts on that report? Is that something that the Wizards should be uh, – That do you think that's a good move for the Wizards to make to get John Collins? I mean, it doesn't exactly move the needle. Mm-hmm. And I think it kind of confuses people because, you know, what's the direction here? You know, if if they go after John Collins and they're trying to make a you know push for the playoffs, so I get that. You know, looking at John Collins, he'll be he's a very athletic four. You know, he can shoot from the arc. You know, he's not a sharpshooter by any means, but he can. He has a capability to hit the three point shot. You know, he can rebound. You know, he can defend. So I mean, like I said, I I, I actually I'm a big fan of his game. You know, it, it would be a good move, especially I think he's signed. From a multi-year contract, so there's a little bit of stability, but mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I'm looking it, it up right now. Yeah, so if it's a you know, if he's here for a little bit, I'm I get that stability at the, at the position, especially going forward, if we're intent on building around Brad. But I mean, it really doesn't really push the needle too much. I don't think it makes us a contender. I don't think it really pushes us up too much in the Eastern Conference. But I mean, I would welcome the move. Yeah, so right now he's making he's on a five year, one hundred twenty five million dollar contract, twenty five million dollars per year, and this is what Kyle Kuzma is projected to get twenty twenty five million. So yeah, it's, it's basically a lateral move. And I said before that I think Kuzma honestly has been the better player this past year. Kuzma's playing at an all star level in stretches. You know, the last ten games without Brad, he's averaging like twenty three, twenty four points a game. Um, Kuzma, he's taking over games, man. He's been clutch too. So. Um, I think Kuzma, honestly, if if you could keep him, I think he's the better fit because he's a guy that can put the ball on the floor, can shoot the three. Collins can shoot the three too, but he needs, you know, he's a guy that needs a point guard to bring the best out of him. You know, he's had Trey Young his whole career, a lot of pick and roll, a lot of alley-oops, a lot of lobs. You know, I like some of the point guards that we have, like Goodwin and DeLong Wright, but we don't have guys that can really get to the basket a lot and get easy baskets for John Collins. So I get the interest. I know there was interest last year, but – it just kind of sounds like the typical Tommy Shepard move to retool instead of rebuild instead of trading coups for, you know, a first round pick and some young guys. It sounds like this probably will be the most likely move that the Wizards make getting John Collins. And then, then, you know, he could try to sell to the fan base or sell to the team or whoever that they're still trying to compete with Porzingis, Collins, Bradley Bill. That would be their new, quote unquote, you know, solid three or they call it a big three. It'd be it would be a different solid three with Collins and and uh, Porzingis and then Brad. And then they just they still got to find a point guard. They still got to find a small forward. So you still have two needs at that position. Um, so I, I like John Collins. I think he's a good player, but I just think he really needs a point guard that can set him up. 
as well. And that it can really get the best out of him because a lot of his baskets are assisted baskets. I saw that stat last year, but um, look at his numbers. He's averaged 12 points a game. He has an ankle injury right now. Kuz is averaging 20 points a game. Um, and Collins is averaging seven rebounds a game. So honestly, it's, it's, it's really a, it's really a move where you're not getting much better at all, but we'll see how that shakes out. So, um, but we're going to wrap up with the preview for the Nuggets game. We're going to get a quick word in for Brandon. Yes, sir, we are. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional amateur league out there, from pro football to college bowl season to basketball and the World Cup. We got it all at BetOnline.net. If you love sports podcasts, you can even find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So, Denver, Wednesday night, man. <laughs> the, the road trip begins. Nine o'clock. Nine o'clock. So, looking at this potential lineup of Denver, you're looking at Jamal Murray at point, Jokic, the MVP at center, and Aaron Gordon. Now, I know Michael Porter Jr. is hurt, but I think one more player we need to look at is, is Bones Highland, which is a local cat. Mm -hmm. That's another guy that you got to keep a lookout for. So out of the lineup for Denver, where should the focal point be? Should it be on Jamal Murray or should it be on Jokic? Um, definitely Jokic. He's the head of the snake. Um, now, Jamal Murray, he can, he can hurt you too. Now, Jamal Murray, he's still – I was watching him play the other night. He's still coming back from the injury. Now, he had a big shot. I, wa I was watching the uh, Blazers game where um, Damian Lillard hit nine threes and Jamal Murray, they were going, they were going back and forth a little bit. Um, he doesn't look the same athletically, but he's still, you know, shooting the ball well, facilitating. Um, but yeah, I would, I would definitely focus on Jokic. Uh, we know this is Wes Unsell Jr. You know, this is his former team. So, you know, he's very close to Nicole Jokic. So, um, you know, does he have a plan to defend? Nobody really has a legitimate plan to, to guard him because, you know, he's just, he's the MVP. Um, and he's just such a great passer, a great scorer, shooter, you know, everything you name it, Jokic is good at it. So, um, if I hope West doesn't double team, but if he does, I hope they do it strategically and they do it smartly and they rotate well. Um, I hope they don't play zone, but if they do, I hope they rotate well because we usually don't when we play zone. Um, so I, I would definitely be I would definitely be focused on Jokic. That would be that would be my primary focus. But other guys can hurt you too. Like you, like you said, Aaron Gordon can hurt you. Bones Highland, he's athletic. He can get downhill. So they got a lot of guys that can definitely um, definitely hurt the Wizards. Don't forget KCP. We're gonna we gonna see him. I was gonna too. say that too. Yeah, it could be a revenge game for him. It could be a revenge game for Will Barton and Monte Morris too. I mean, it's it's it's, it's a homecoming. It really is. Absolutely. But I'm I'm glad you said something about rotation and double teams. Mm -hmm. I, I, I can see him doing that. I think that he knows how to play Jokic. You know, he spent time in Denver. He he's, he's going to double team Jokic. He's going to force him to, to, to pass the ball out to open shooters. So at the so the rotations have to be better rotating and getting out to those open shooters because I think that's exactly what they're going to do. Because if you, because really, I mean, if you, Jokic is not one of those players where you're going to stop. You got to contain them. And really containing them is, you know, shut down the supporting cast. You know, they got shooters. KCP can shoot. 
you know, like you said, Jamal Murray, his shot is there. You know, athleticism, it has taken a hit. I noticed that, too. He's mm-hmm. not as agile as driving like he once was. The vision's still there. The shot's there. But the athleticism hasn't. And with that injury, you know, that's a good question mm-hmm. whether it will return. But, you know, Aaron Gordon, at very athletic four. So I think I would worry about the perimeter a little more than I would Jokic because I think they're going to double team him. And, you know, we saw the result of that the last two games. You know, it just, you know, without, you know what I mean? Without rotating to the shooters, it's just, it's a recipe for disaster. So if he's intent on doubling Jokic, he's got to get these guys to rotate faster. So, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I, I agree. Jokic is definitely your focal point. But, you know, it's, look at the losses we've had. You know, the Clippers. Yeah, you could say Paul George did his thing, but the supporting guys got us. Kennard, you know, and if you look at Brooklyn, Curry. You know, these 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 supporting guys are really starting to these are the guys who get these pivotal shots on us. It's not the stars. The stars are gonna get their money. But if you look at Brooklyn, you look at the Clippers games, the supporting cast are the ones who really cooked us on the perimeter. So that's that's the direction I will go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just looking at the game they just had against the Jazz. They won 115 to 110. Jamal Murray did have a good game. He had 30 points, 13 for 19. Jokic had 31, 11 for 20. Uh, Aaron Gordon had 15, 7 for 13. Bones Highland had 11, so they had one, two, three, four, five. KCP had 15. He was three for six from the three-point line, six for nine from the field. So they had five guys in double figures. Um, just looking at some of the numbers, Denver, they are first in three-point shooting, shooting 39% from the three. So, you know, we're really – we struggled defending the three-point line. We're 21st – I know we're 27th in opponents' three-point percentage allowed. Um, so we're bad at guarding the three-point line, and they can shoot. KCP can shoot. Jokic can shoot. Murray can shoot. Gordon can shoot. Um, basically, their whole starting, starting five can shoot the three. Uh, Jeff Green, former Wizard, too, he can shoot the three. They do have DeAndre Jordan, so I'm intrigued to see the the matchup with Gafford and DeAndre Jordan off the bench. They're you know they're similar athletic bigs. Um, Christian Braun, the rookie from Kansas, he can shoot. He can you know he can get to the basket and shoot a little bit too. Um, they're also first in field goal percentage. Um, offensive rating, they're third in offensive rating, but they're 27th in defensive rating. So they're not a good defensive team according to the numbers. So they do, they do give up points and they do give up points in the paint. They're 21st in opponents, opponent point, opponent points in the paint allow the wizards were 22nd in defensive rating. So we're not good defensively as well. We, it doesn't take numbers to look at and tell that we're not good defensively and we're 22nd in offense rating as well. So keys to victory for me is get to the paint. They allowed a lot. They allow a lot of points in the paint. Um, they don't block a lot of shots. They're 22nd in blocks. So Kuzma get downhill, Porzingis get downhill. I don't think Jokic can really check Porzingis. I don't think anybody can check Porzingis right now. I think he's on a tear. He's getting hot. The only thing that can stop him is the back, is his back right now, the back tightness. Um, so with that, if Bill's not available, Rui Delon and, and so many guys being out, then you're just gonna have to go in with case with with Porzingis and um start inside out. But they gotta get to the basket. Um they gotta get to the basket, not settle for threes and run and push the pace. Uh, we're both slow in pace too. Denver's 22nd in pace, and we're 20th in pace. So Denver, they want to slow the they want to slow the game down. They want to get the ball to Jokic. They want to let him get the rebound, bring the ball up. You know, they just want to orchestrate everything through him. So I think if we could push the pace, I think that would help out as well. And I was just about to say that. I'm glad you said something. Mm-hmm. I think that would be the deciding factor if we want to win this game. Make run, make him run, push him, push the pace, make him run. And on defense. Hey, maybe you know you need to check them at half court. You know, get in their face. Make them make them push their offense. Don't allow them to set up. You know, you know defensively, that's what I want to see. I want to see a lot more fire in this team. That'll be my number two. Uh, lately, you've just seen no fire in this team. You know, nobody's cutting, nobody's moving. 
it's a stagnant offense. The ball men slow down. You know, you see a lot of ice, especially with Will Barton. Let's get back to team basketball. You know, ball movement. You know, really, can, you got to – this team is very balanced. So how do you unbalance them? Take them out of their game. You know, make them speed up. <laughs> you make If Jokic is going to bring it up, get in his face. Mm-hmm. V him up. You know, that's what I would do. You know, I, I think that's what – you know, West look, West's going to change a little bit because, like you said, this is former mm-hmm. team. So, <laughs> you know, with KCP over there and, you know, Ish over – you know, so, you know. Oh, yeah, Ish too, yeah. Oh, oh, Ish. Yeah. People are already he's, talking about Ish coming back. <laughs> right, yeah, I know. He's collecting DMPs right now. So, yeah, he they, they should free Ish. I mean, I know Tommy Shepard would definitely love to get Ishmael Smith back. I mean, we might as well just retire his number, man. He's been <laughs> – Got a couple of tribute videos already. I know, man. I mean, it don't take much, you know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, I mean, to me, that I think that those are my keys to victory. Really unbalanced his team because they're a good mm. team. So, this is where West comes in, you know, being strategic. You know, the mm. coaching, the rotations, really – you know, chess. This is the chess part of coaching right here. You know, unbalance this team, make them run, make them chase us. If we can push the pace, man, I, I think we can really tag this team and really get a sneak win in Denver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. We got to clean up the turnovers. We're fifth in turnovers. We only four, we're 30th in force turnovers, opponent turnovers. So opponents don't turn over. Like you said, we're just too, you know, we just don't provide any resistance. We don't get up anybody. We don't you know, try to press anybody or, you know, I mean, I know not a lot of teams that they don't pick a full court, but we don't, we don't make it tough on people. People don't feel our energy. They don't feel our presence on defense. It just comes easy. It just comes easy to teams. I mean, you look what, you know, Kyrie and KD do, they do that to everybody, but we don't really make it tough for guys. I know Denny, he tries on defense. Jordan Goodwin has tried. He's gotten some steals. So he's tried, he's given effort. Um, But yeah, let's, let's try to, let's try to push the pace and um, move the ball. The ball wasn't moving a lot last night. It really wasn't against the Nets, and I think we can do a better job of that. But definitely get into the paint. Like I said, the, the Nuggets they struggle defending the paint, so that's what that's our bread and butter. That's what we that's what we have to do. So um, Gafford played well last night too. He had a double double. I was impressed with him. I thought he played better. Maybe Will Barton can carry some of the better shooting um, into tomorrow night, and uh, Jordan Goodwin can get some more steals, and, and maybe we can steal a win. So, what's your prediction for? tomorrow night and then maybe next episode after the game we'll do a prediction for the west coast road trip let me look at the schedule here before we wrap up maybe we can just quickly do um predict the next couple of games for the west coast road trip because we have the nuggets at nine tomorrow night we got the clippers on saturday lakers on sunday back to back suns on tuesday jazz on thursday december 22nd and then december 23rd we have the king so it's a long road trip so it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven uh, road trip games. West Coast road trip. What's how do you how do you see it shaking out? Do you see seven and zero? Oh? Do you see three and four? Do you see zero oh and seven? Do you see where do you want it? Six, two and five. Where do you see it? Ah man, ah one and six. I think we can sneak a win, but that mm-hmm. that's a gauntlet, man. Mm-hmm. There's really no easy game. I mean, Clippers are playing well. Lakers are making you know they're coming back and really playing good team basketball. The mm-hmm. Kings are surprising people. The Suns get out of here. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just I don't see an easy game. You know, this is really going to test us. We, this is sink or swim. You know, if mm-hmm. we can kind of maybe get out of this, maybe around five hundred ish, then I'll be optimistic. Especially with guys coming back from injury, maybe we can kind of you know stem the tide and maybe turn this thing around. But you know, one and six, zero oh and seven. Mm-hmm. You know, Go <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that's what I'm going with. And then quickly, who do you, Wizards or Nuggets tomorrow night? Who do you have, who do you have winning? I think this is going to be the sneak win. I think if, okay. this is the best chance we have the winning on this road trip because Wes knows the team. So mm-hmm. I think he's going to game plan 
around that. So I think we can ah, score. Let's see. It's going to be 109-104, Wizards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and we are the sixth. We have the sixth worst record right now. We can really, we can really leapfrog some teams in draft position if they look to. If, you know, I'm not going to say they tank because they're just not a good team right now. Um, the Spurs are nine eighteen. Houston's eight and eighteen. Orlando's eight and twenty. Charlotte's seven and twenty. Detroit seven twenty twenty two. We have eleven wins, so we're really not that far away for some from some of the teams that are are fighting for Winyan Yabi and Winyan Yaba and Scoot Henderson. But um, yeah, I, I would say I'm gonna say two and five. I'm going to say two and five. I don't know where we get the wins. I have us losing tomorrow night, um, but I do see I see the Wizards somehow. Actually, you know, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to go one and six as well. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's popular, man, because yeah. <laughs> it's a gauntlet. It's, it's, uh-huh. it's a gauntlet. But, you know, as far as, you know, trying to jump over people for draft position, look, Ted, don't fight it, man. Just mm-hmm. let it happen. <laughs> Just let it happen. <laughs> Right, but yeah, it's a tough one, man. It's it's, it's going to be tough to really because these teams are playing really good. The Kings really, really good. So I really don't see. I'm hoping we can get maybe one or two out of it, but this is a gauntlet, man. So it's going to be tough. Mm-hmm. But uh, we're going to wrap it up here. Just want to thank you guys for listening. Make sure you guys subscribe and hit the notification bell on YouTube and subscribe wherever you guys get a podcast. Thanks for making Locked On Wizards your first listen at today. For your second listen today, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast. Hail to the Wizards. Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.